What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on wax. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. And we are here after another Chicago Bulls win, 124 to 109 against the Indiana Pacers. Before we get into this one, be sure to go on ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at Ontap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. Also, if you're watching on Twitter or Facebook, we thank you for watching, but go over to the YouTube. I know it's a lot to ask, but go over to the YouTube, on Tap Sportsnet in the search bar, hit the subscribe button, the little bell, so every time we go live after a Bulls game, you will be notified, because that's cool and tough, and then you can hop in here in the comment section. Hey, man, we, we, we beat that ass. I don't care if they kind of came back like a little bit and scared me a little bit. We're just going to ignore the third quarter. Yeah, I was. I that sounds know. like a fair plan to me because I enjoyed yeah. the, the rest. I don't, of the, I don't even, even, that. even. I mean, even the third quarter was enjoyable in the sense that it made the game worth watching because there was still a game to watch. Right. Um. So, uh, in, in in a way, I'm I'm glad the Pacers came out to play in the third because then we had a semi-eventful fourth. So, th- thank you, Indiana, for showing up to play for one of the four quarters. It's always very important to remember, like we said in the last show, that there's 48 minutes in a basketball game. And as my father-in-law always likes to say, I don't watch till the fourth quarter because that's when it gets exciting. That's what he always says, and it pisses me off. But he's not wrong. He's, he's usually not. Logic. I yeah. mean, I enjoy the game enough to, to watch the other three, but the logic is pretty sound there. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, Bulls start off hot in this game. Um I mean, just pretty much unbelievable. They were they were doing a lot of things well. They're moving without the ball well. The first quarter, they didn't turn the ball over at all. Very cohesive. Outscore Indiana 38 to 27 there in the first quarter. Just started off really great. Um, and, and they carried that over into the second quarter. Two straight quarters of scoring 38 points. They go into halftime with a pretty big lead. Um, like you said, the third quarter, Buddy Heald caught fire, started hitting threes left and right, pissing me off. Um, and, but the Bulls close it out in the fourth and do what they need to do. Hold Every on. night is is a Lakers audition for Buddy Heald. And, and Miles Turner, too. God damn, Miles Turner with the blocks. How many blocks he had tonight? Four. Um, as as a team, I think they had 11 or 12. 12. Uh, they had 12 as a team. 12. They had 12. Yeah. I, they, they've got some good pieces over there, man. I, it was really. Players. Uh, is it Jalen Smith? Yeah, Jalen Smith. Yeah. From the Suns. Yeah. Uh, dude's going to be a player. I mean, it's making it kind of easy to trade Turner with him in the pipeline, especially if you're trying to go after somebody like Victor in the draft. Right. Um, so, no, the Pacers are another kind of young team that are going to be a little dangerous down the road. 
Um, almost snuck up on us tonight in the third. Um, but other than that quarter, the Bulls did handle this game the way they were supposed to, the veteran team. Um, my my uh, player of the game has to be the Dragon, though. I was trying to think ball game, game ball. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't game go. ball. Yeah, no, I know. I, I actually have to be – I have to go with you here. Uh, draw, I mean, if you watch the highlights on the NBC um, – on the NBC broadcast, I know you always watch the opposing team's broadcast, but watching the highlights, it was nothing but Drummond and Dragic. And, I mean, it was just and a little bit of Javante Green power hour mixed into there. But um, Dragic, man, off the bench, 13 points in 16 minutes, had five assists, two rebounds. He was a plus 19, led the team. Um, ab- absolutely amazing. Another showing from the bench that win us this game. Seriously, no, I, that, th- that third quarter uh, steroid kick the Pacers got almost took us out. And the bench unit came in again featuring Zach Levine, who we'll get into in a little yeah, bit. I find it rather curious that when uh, the shit's hitting the fan, Billy calls on Javante and Caruso, um, and then you had Drummond, Drogic, and Levine out there. Uh, <laughs> but your your two dogs are on the floor when, when the tough gets going, and despite – Pat having a pretty assertive good game, we didn't see too much of him to close again. He started yeah, so we, the game, he started the second half. That was it. But to close, we didn't really see much. Yeah, we got a, a message here from Greg. He said, how did P-Will, P-Will look? Box score not terrible. And you know what? Uh, besides, like, the first shot of the game that he took when he kind of had that little breakaway and then he got fouled, like, he didn't really get fouled, but he threw the ball behind his head. It didn't really work out well for him. That was the only bad part of his game really um again no rebounds in 15 minutes that's just fucking terrible but 15 minutes four for five from the field two for two from downtown 10 points for patrick williams tonight two assists two steals uh yeah he looked the best that he has so far this season this is season high in points for him um he lost minutes again in his best performance of the season he lost minutes to javante green and I, I don't really know what else to say. Maybe, maybe it was just me. Pat looked a little gassed. In that third when the Pacers were making that run, Pat looked a little gassed. He had a couple of questionable possessions wrong. on both ends. Um, I don't know if getting a little bit more run after, you know, being standstill Pat, as our boy who CBE Fred likes to call him. Um, Pat <laughs> having to run one. tonight. That one's good. <laughs> um, no, that one is pretty good. Um, <laughs> um, but Pat looked a little gassed. That, that would be the only negative I have to say about Pat tonight because other than that, um, the game he played was definitely a lot more appealing and effective, um, and he contributed tonight. It didn't feel like he was out of place. Uh, still don't know that he should be being gifted these starts. And I guess, you know, the classic phrase is it's not who starts, but who finishes. And right now we're not seeing Pat finish. So I, I don't know what message that's sending to the young man at the same time, because I trust you to start when we have the guys behind you that can make up for the mistakes. Cause we've got another, you know, 36 minutes to play, but to close the game, Pat doesn't seem to have Billy's trust, and I wonder how that works itself out to finish, you know, out the season when. I, I think it comes down to play style, Goose. It just comes down to play style. If you have Javante, or I mean, I know, I, I know this sounds weird because, like, I do, I never fall in love with players that are ended. Like, I was not a David Nawaba guy, 
You know, like everybody loves love David Nwaba. By everybody, I mean the people that think they know everything. Like like David Nwaba a lot. Like I, dude, I don't really get it. Like you know, but the, Javante, he literally just breaks everything up, and that's the thing about him. Like he, if it's offense, it does not matter. He finds a way to be effective. Like two of his field goals out of his four tonight were like coming through for pit, for putbacks. Like you know what I mean? Or then and then he had that nasty oop from Dragic. I mean, I mean, the guy is just everywhere. The, the one that he dropped from Zach was going to be even better than the oh, one. I, yeah, I, even oh. but that Dragic one, he got up. No, there. the timing, the timing on that Dragic one. Um, he got all up there, tonight man. watching the dragon dish out these dimes and find the runners and these these little drop offs. Like he's a fucking magician. I mean, he's old man gaming his way through. Um, obviously, the Pacers are playing a bunch of young guys. We've never seen these moves, so it was easier to pull them off. But he is playing at his pace and as a backup point guard for this team, him and Drummond are looking like massive steals. Well, dude, just, no, it's been so fun. I was just about to say that. Like, Drummond tonight, Goose, 17 minutes, four for eight from the field, 50%. Okay, so, I mean, he's at 46% for the season so far. He's going to get that up to his career average. I mean, he's a, he doesn't take a lot of long shots. He's going to get that up. But 50% from the field tonight, eight points, 13 rebounds, an assist, and a steal in 17 minutes. Plus 16. Fun fact, he was second on the team, tied for, uh, I'm sorry, tied for third on the team in the best plus minus tonight at plus 16. Only one starter tonight finished plus in the plus minus. Can you guess who that was? Zach Levine. Yes, it was. Zach Levine at plus 12. No, I mean, this, this this bench Zach unit featuring played. Zach's been great. No, I mean, and Zach got to play off ball most of the night too. He didn't have to overwork on the offensive end. He kind of got to use the gravity of his other teammates and pick his spots um, off the ball. And he got to the line a good amount of times as well. So Zach played a really smart game, didn't have to overplay, still kind of working back from this injury. And to see him so quietly have, uh, did he end up breaking 30 or did he finish with 28? 28. So yeah. I, I'm, yeah, he, he, he had 28 on 13 shots in 35 minutes. Uh, he had, he went 10 for 12 from the uh, free throw line. He was six, for eight from downtown. So every shot he hit was a three tonight. Um, for for your Zach, the That's problem, the, the problem I have with Zach right now and what, what concerns me is this is a typical max contract, Zach Levine line, right? Except the volume of shots uh, to get to the points. My issue right now is not the stat line. It's watching him. And what I mean by that is Man, I I don't see the lifts. I don't see the explosiveness off the dribble. I I'm I'm a little nervous that something's not a hundred percent right. I know he scored a lot tonight, and I'm, I'm like I'm happy about that, but it, he doesn't look like end of 2020-2021 or beginning of 2021-2022 Zach. To me. Yeah, no, I mean, I can see what you're saying. The first, and I'm not back, mad at him. He's still being effective. The, the first game back, he looked like he had fresh legs, and we saw uh, a really good game from him out the gate. Two in between, a little kind of shaky. And tonight, he had the numbers, but I know what you mean. Um, I felt like he was looking for a call a little bit too much on the drive when he really just didn't quite have uh, the looks on the drive that he needed, and he got plenty of calls. Um, but then there was that, that moment in the third where he thought he was on a heater and he took that kind of cutesy fader that kind of had me a little salty too. The air ball? That's, ah, no, it wasn't the air ball. I think that one was a little bit more shot clock forced. But 
he just took a cutesy fader after hitting that really long low oh, I know three. What you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep, it, just, it was forced. It was unnecessary. And it was kind of the start of the Pacers run there because the momentum swung. They're like, oh, they're not taking us serious anymore. Let's right. go. Um, and obviously you, you can get a little cute, but that, that's, that's not really the look that I want from Zach when you're trying to come back and get back to form. Um, but overall, you can't complain with the efficiency of the game tonight. Um, obviously, if he's going to hit that many threes, I'm not too worried. Yeah, I, I like how it was um, – with that being said, I do like how it was well-balanced. I'm surprised Vooch only ended up with 10 shot attempts because I believe he had like six in the first quarter alone. Um, he went five for 10 tonight, one for three from downtown, three for three from the free throw line. Uh, he had 14.7 rebounds, four assists uh, for Vooch tonight. Played a pretty good game, I would say. I mean, he was minus one in the box score, whatever. Um, but I, I felt like he played a pretty good game. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, seven points away from 20K. Um, our very own Drew Stevens, I shit you not, before, I think it was before the season started. Drew Stevens, who writes for ONTAP Sportsnet and is the co-host of the Rebuildable podcast, he predicted that DeMar would score 20K in this very game. Damn. Which is pretty fucking cool. You know, I like, know it is. To, to be that close on your prediction. God, and the, and the like only that. reason that he didn't hit it, if we're honest, is because the Bulls' offense as a whole was so great in the first quarter. I don't think DeMar had any points in that first quarter at all. I don't even think he took a shot because he didn't have to. Yeah, they um, were very well balanced tonight for the most part. And, the, and like you said, they got off to such a, a huge run. And it, he didn't really need to force shit. It just didn't no. need to happen. Played a lot through Vooch. A lot through Vooch in that first quarter. Um, and then, you know, once the bench kind of came in, they started doing their thing. But, yeah, I – Drew almost called that 20K thing, man. I That would have been fucking cool if he did. That would have been neat. No, that definitely would have been a, a fun little talking point there. But just the fact that DeMar is going to break 20,000 uh, here in the next game, we know he's going to score more than seven points. Oh, yeah, place, absolutely. He uh, should, get it, he should get it Friday night against San Antonio. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That yeah, would be kind of cool, too. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Obviously not the origin, but still an opposing team that she get to rack up a milestone oh. like that on. Right. Somewhere where he felt unappreciated, you know. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of cool, you know, because that will be in San Antonio, too, which is pretty, pretty neat. Um, Io tonight, man. I want to talk a little bit about Io. The reason I want to talk about Io is because didn't have the 20 plus point performance. Uh, didn't really shoot lights out. Didn't hurt them at all. Didn't make a three. But, dude, Io has proven over a couple games this year um, he can score when he's called upon and has to be that guy, and he can orchestrate an offense when he has to be that guy. 12 points for Io tonight, seven assists out of the Bulls' 34 team assists, uh, four rebounds, 12 points, 31 minutes, Io Sumu. Pretty awesome stat line for the second-year kid out of Illinois. Just watching him play, he's not scared of anything. No, One, he he's fearless. He's smooth. Watching him run the pick and roll with Vooch, obviously having an all-star as your counterpart in that dance makes it a little bit easier, but he's so comfortable and confident. And the fact that he is more of that drive-and-kick, true tier of on-ball, half-court style point guard, as where Zoe is more of your connector, your, you know, your transition style guard, once we have those two together... Yeah. You know, the options open up. But the more you look at this team, it does feel like Kobe White and Patrick Williams are very expendable if you want them to be. Kobe, very much so, because he's probably not going to get a contract uh, with Io 
looking like the clear one that needs to be paid here. Yeah, I. But I, I feel know, bad for Kobe. I do because he's he's a good kid. Um, contract here for you know, or trying to get in, you know, he's contract here for him almost, and 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 it's just because he could be he'll be a restricted free agent at the end of the year, correct? That that's right. what happens for him because they didn't re- reach the uh, rookie deadline extension deal with him. Um, going to be hard for him to garnish any sort of real fucking money playing nine points or 12 points in a game, right? Yeah, no. Or I mean, minutes, I'm happen. sorry. Not going to happen. Yeah, 12 points a game, that, that looks good. Uh, right now he's looking at a contract based off purely reputation, which is a streaky shooter um, who can give you 38% three-point shooting consistently. Um I don't. I don't think. I mean, there's always a market for shooting in this league. But if you're not going to get minutes on a Bulls team that lacks shooting as bad as they do, yeah, that's a tough sell around the league. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, we'll run through some team stats before we move into uh, the preview for the San Antonio game. Uh, Bulls go 43 for 87 for 49.4 percent from the field. 16 for 30 tonight from downtown. 53 percent. 22 of 24 from the free throw line, 91% there. 44 to 38 boards. Bulls had 34 assists. They had five blocks. They had 18 turnovers. God, they got to clean that shit up. They got to clean the turnovers up. 18 total turnovers. Uh, Their largest lead was 24, and they had 46 points in the paint. So that was the uh, Bulls team stats tonight. Um, Moving into... Friday's game against the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. It's a 7.30 tip-off on Friday. Uh, good question here from our boy, Chai Sports fan. So, well, that's actually – didn't click on the right one. This is the right one. Who's starting for Zach on Friday? He doesn't expect Zach to play because the Bulls are going to be going on a back-to-back. Uh, they have San Antonio. And then they have And then they've got Philly on Saturday. So he's so expecting them to play. That's probably a fair bet. Road game against a lesser opponent opposed to a home game against a conference contender. So, um, Caruso? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would assume it'll probably be Caruso again just because he started in the games that Zach was unavailable. Got to be Caruso. Don't think it's going to be Kobe. Um, no, it's not going to be Kobe, really. Um, would be curious to see Javante maybe slide in there. Yeah, the two. Go, be, I mean, yeah, just cool. to go a little bit bigger, I guess that might depend on what uh, San Antonio's lineup looks like. But um, I don't know. Do you throw the dragon out there? Do you no. Just say, no, no, no. I, I do. I like. Think, I like him coming off my think, bench. You think he, monitoring his minutes and keeping him fresh, fresh in this is, limited fresh role? To fucking death. Okay. All right. Yeah, dude. I, I, I don't want. Dragon. I don't want. I. I lo- dude. I, I don't want an old tired dragon. I. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. It's a good movie. Um, I really, really enjoy him coming off our bench, man. I just – Yeah, no, I mean, in the chemistry, I, I owe him a little bit of a drum in there, there's really no point. Yeah, I owe him you know, a little our, bit our of Our preseason apology, talk, man. we're not even going to talk about that. Our preseason was preseason for us, too, and we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, but I even had an article. Oh, see, I didn't I – didn't, I didn't, I didn't, mm-hmm. And it wasn't – I wasn't mean, but I, I kind of scoffed at the notion that he should start uh, ahead of Io. Well, I mean, that that's still a fair, still a fair assessment. And I, I said mean, he, sc- and not, I said not so he much scoffing, but. Right. 
like I just kind of was just like, listen, man, like he ain't he can't hang with Io, but I was wrong. Like Dr- Dragic is playing really good, man. I'm eating my words a little bit. I'm glad I am. I can own it, and I I've been having fun watching him. He's been fucking fantastic. So no, I mean, for a team that really anything short of KD wasn't gonna make us a legitimate contender this off season, the pieces that we added for the minimum money that had to be spent to get them. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about our additions. Uh, our rotation in general feels pretty solid. Like, I, there's not I like many it. holes outside of the lack of elite shooting, but on given nights, you're going to have guys shoot better than expected, and that does tend to make up for the gap, especially on a team that hasn't taken many threes. So, right. um, and then when Zach can put six of eight in the hole, that's fantastic as well. Did you uh did you happen to catch any of the um uh Milwaukee Boston game that kicked off the NBA Wednesday night tonight? No, I didn't. Uh from what I read, uh, it doesn't look like KD missed any of the game. He uh however, he he did play 39 minutes. Okay, Simmons didn't either. Simmons played 34 minutes, but I had read that KD might have hurt his shoulder and then I read that Simmons hurt his back. If anybody knows anything about that, throw it in the chat real quick. I'm not sure. But the Nets are one and three, and they look like shit, like absolute shit. I'm being 100 percent honest, and I'm not. I'm really not trying to go there. The Bulls would beat the fuck out of them right now. I'm not even fucking around. I I, I think the Bulls would fuck them up. Okay. They look terrible, absolutely those, terrible. Those are definitely some strong words. Uh, Have you watched them? I. No, I'll be honest, I haven't. I've noticed, at least in um, the, the stat watching that I've done of their games, that Ben Simmons likes to foul out a lot without doing a whole bunch. He only scored four points. He had nine assists. I mean, I don't know. That back surgery or whatever happened to him, That that he was way better than this, man. He was. He was good no, in Philly. No, trust. I mean, trust me. I feel you. you. You look at those three guys on a team, and it shouldn't matter who the other six to seven guys in the rotation are. I mean, you could put us in that rotation and generally have. Yo, I'd be balling like a motherfucker for real, <laughs> hitting threes and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, we could we could just make the Nets the next Heat team. Just, just <laughs> white white guys that can shoot. I don't know how much I can run, but but I, I can shoot. I I'm fundamental. I'm not <laughs> athletic. You know what I mean? I'm fundamental. I'm <laughs> I'm like Pistol Pete or Jerry West out there. It's, that's how I play yeah. the game. Yeah, you're be like Drogic, you're just gonna file on defense and light it up on offense. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like that above the rim shit. Mostly because I can't play above the rim myself. <laughs> so that's why. That's why I don't like it. I, I have never once been above the rim. I've never <laughs> once. But you know what? Philly lost again tonight too. Philly's one and four. It's just so odd. I mean, it's very early. Things are gonna change. I know that. But so no, but you you think these teams with the more veteran players would not be stumbling out the gate? Like, I mean, you know, it's it just even if the season were to end today, I know it's not going to. <laughs> we're five games in. If this was it, <laughs> if, this, if this was it, Miami, Brooklyn, Philly. Okay, well, Miami and Philly wouldn't be in the playoffs, but Brooklyn. Might might be tenth at one at one and three. They'd be in the plane. Yeah, they'd be in the plane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, it's fucking funny, and he's not wrong. Chai sports fan isn't wrong. Bro, I free throws win games, bro. No, I mean they're no. He's talking about the Demar foul. 
Yeah, he's talking. Well, he's talking about Washington. Yeah, and then yeah. that terrible fucking play call at the end of that game. The Bulls could have won that game, and Ben four and one right now. Obviously, could have, would have, should have. Bullshit, whatever. But uh, albeit, I mean, uh, all, all things considered, we beat two Eastern Conference contenders, the two teams that we went to the Eastern Conference Finals. We're, we're two and zero against them, and we beat the team that we were supposed to beat. The two teams that are in our tier, uh, we we put up. Solid fights, and we're not going to call the Cavs game a solid fight. That wasn't a good fight. No, that was fucking terrible. Then they should be ashamed to lose to Cleveland like that. Nobody likes fucking Cleveland. Nobody should ever lose to Cleveland like that. No, no, they shouldn't. (laughs) So, other other than that Cleveland game, I'm not I'm not too disappointed to the start of the season. Um, not not feeling any higher, any lower. I had a coworker ask me on the way out the door to go. So the Bulls going to be good? And I was like, probably just good enough to hurt themselves. I said, but we'll we'll probably be in the playoffs. <laughs> like, yeah, I definitely think I mean, that we can. That's the honest truth. That's that's my stance on the season. Is like I'm not gonna confidently sit here and lie to you and say that we're a contender because no, I got I got seven the truth. Yeah, we've, I, we've got the talent to make some noise in there. Do do I think we're gonna make a lot of noise? No, but we we got enough to to have fun and enjoy it and just see what the fuck happens because. Uh, despite you know saying what KD and Simmons and Kyrie are doing over there, I still would have traded everybody on this team for Kevin Durant and Arden. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. You know, you know, it's just Durant over there right now. I mean, he's that kind of talent. You know, Kyrie. I hate Kyrie. He sucks. I've said that on the show a million times. I can't not, stand not watching. Gonna, him not not going to agree with you. There. You don't have to. You don't have to agree with me. I mean, he's fucking trash. I can't stand. He's overrated. Derrick Rose would have clamped him if he stayed healthy. He would never done shit. Fuck him. Okay. You know who could guard him? You know who would stop Kyrie Irving? Chris Dunn. Kirk Heinrich. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to go. I'm starting to talk some shit here where people are not yeah, going to yeah, take yeah, us very I seriously. Think, I, yeah, I think we're there. We're, we're starting <laughs> to lose credibility. But one, one more thing before we leave. Uh, have you checked out the Western Conference standings at all? Yeah. 4-0, and Portland Trailblazers. See, I have seen those those snippets. That's, that's the team that did trade for Jeremy Grant, right? I, <laughs> we're, we're, de- we're definitely gonna go now we're not getting into this again because that just pissed I, I didn't even know what to say so there was that fucking evil mad laugh that came out they're just like oh you want you want to go there motherfucker that's what no, I, I saw Anthony uh, Simons could not miss the other night which is making looking like trading McCollum isn't going to cost them much at all because you've got an instant replacement there and a secondary flamethrower so no Portland uh, it's looking like Dave might not have to request a trade. He might be able to get to ride it out there and have a, a good time. You've got somebody like Nasir Little out there who doesn't even play very much. Um, so, no, Portland will be a fun team to watch this year. Uh, West? West could get a little weird, too. Yeah, it definitely could. It definitely could. Um, I, re- I just wish Zion wasn't hurt. I just wish that kid would stop getting hurt so they could play a full season to see what they could actually do there in New Orleans. But we're talking about other teams a little bit too much. Um, anything else Bulls-related before we leave? Anything else Bulls-related before we leave? Billy, I guess you can let Pat start another basketball game, and, and we'll, see, we'll continue to see where this experiment goes. Goo's got a nice-ass house, don't he? Um, well, well, you see – I moved to Finland where Lowry Markkinen used to live because his rookie cards are doing so good on eBay right now that I just, I got bundles of cash. So we're, we're on the other side of the world. And those are the cards that I texted you earlier. I know we're live on the air and whatever, but though I have eight or nine rookie LeBron's diary cards from his rookie season. Anything rookie LeBron's going to have a price tag. 
just just make sure that no, your girls don't like mess with the corn. No, they're at my dad's stashed right. away. So you're gonna have to come and get them, and, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move them. Nice. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll figure that out. All right. All right. Buzz is Buzz is gonna have sunshine at 10 p.m. too. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because anywhere Goose is, it's always sunny. Everybody be sure to go on ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at Ontap Sportsnets. We'll be back Friday night after the Bulls take on the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. Let's go, Bulls.